Welcome to this new episode of Nerds and Friends. I'm Josh Linquist, and my co-host Will Shaw is here. Our third co-host, Carrie Duvall, will be jumping in momentarily. But we have J.E. Taylor with us today to talk about her books, and we're very excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. It's it's delightful to be here on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, great way to spend a Friday, right? Talking about writing and books. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. And Will, I got to say before we begin, I'm loving the shirt. That's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, J.E. Taylor, I love your background. Your house is really beautiful. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say that that was that was a lovely background that Zoom put behind you. It's so put together. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this is actually real. <laughs> nice. I could, actually, no, I can't turn the fan on from here. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, recently I've been asking our guests to not have fans on because we had a guest author on the show with uh, epilepsy, and that could be a trigger to viewers, I guess. I had no idea. So, I, Yeah, I had no idea hmm. on that yeah. either. That's kind of interesting. So we learned something new. We want everyone to be able to enjoy the podcast equally, so it's good to <laughs> good that the fan is off. I hope you're not too hot. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, it's cold here. So. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm up in New Hampshire, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> At the edge of the White Mountains, and there's like lots of snow mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Well, let's jump right in. Tell us about your book, Season of the Dragons. Okay. Well, Season of the Dragon, it's a trilogy. Awesome. Um, Dragon Tempest, Dragon Storm, and Dragon Dawn are the three books that comprise of it. And it's a post- no, let me say a post-apocalyptic urban fantasy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that, that takes place uh, in New York City. Oh, very cool. My main character um, is a woman who survived the pandemic. And because of the pandemic and everybody being <laughs> quarantined, the, the monsters woke. And, and came to the surface and decided they wanted to rule the earth. So this is humanity's fight against the monsters. That's fantastic. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It's basically Independence Day meets Godzilla. <laughs> That's awesome. With dragons. With dragons. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. I want to, you don't see too much urban fantasy. Like that's a really cool, really cool way to do it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, urban fantasy is is easier for me because I'm not creating the world. Right. I'm creating the rules and, and manipulating this world. <laughs> yeah, which that's a really fun thing to do to just explore yeah, reality is. and and it bend is. it and you know tweak it and stuff. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So that's interesting that you're you're using like a a cultural touchstone moment that we're actually still in the middle of for the, as a reference point for that right. book. Um, <laughs> it it mm-hmm. was, it was fun. I mean, cause I got the covers right after the pandemic and I was like, Ooh, Ooh, I have a thought. <laughs> 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 what if? <laughs> That's an interesting idea. And like, I guess I kind of, when you bring it up, I would have expected to see a lot of media that kind of has this type of, because this is going to be something that, like, the entire planet can relate to, in, right. in a way. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen a whole lot of media created around that. Well, 
I think, uh, you know, I think it like the Spanish flu in the you know early 1900s, it was kind of taboo to write about during the time. <laughs> and, mm. and I figured by now it would be done. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> if only. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, there's no way this will last two years. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> it looks like Carrie's here, so we'll introduce him real quick. And then I have okay. a few more questions about your book because I'm really intrigued by the concept. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. There's Carrie Duvall. Hey, hey Carrie, Hello. this is J.E. Taylor, our author guest uh, today. Oh shit! Sorry, I think uh, <laughs> uh, my my sound my sound's fucked up. It's trying to come out through my mic. Give me a sec. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> we uh, we curse a lot on this podcast, and get just throwing that out there if you'd like That's to join okay. us. That's <laughs> I, I'm a co-host of Spilling Ink that airs on Saturday night. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's it's a live show. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, this, not this live is, on uh, tape. <laughs> yeah, with this show, because I'm technically <laughs> inept, it is essentially a live show because I don't really edit it at all because I don't know right. how. So <laughs> I'm, I'm the wrong kind of nerd. I'm the uh, I'm the lore and fantasy nerd, not okay. a computer nerd. So wrong kind. <laughs> I'm a little of all. <laughs> That's good. I started out in communications and television, so I have a little bit of. It's been a while. I probably wouldn't know today's technology, but if you gave me a tape machine, I could finagle nice. it to okay. here mm. and beyond. <laughs> um, so, uh, just sit in the back room, cutting the frames. Yes. Or, the... or actually writing down the timings. Oh. And ah. then giving it to the film editor that did it at night. <laughs> Yeah. But Tape yeah. together all the, the oh, yeah. celluloid. <laughs> exactly. Well, I awesome. wanted to point out that we have a cameo of Carrie's dog Havoc in the bottom right of his screen. Being adorable Havoc. over there. Oh, up, there's the little face. <laughs> Love it. Just Havoc just being Havoc over here. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. So, so Carrie, we're diving into J.E. Taylor's uh, trilogy, Season of the Dragons, which is a post-apocalyptic urban fantasy where, due to the pandemic, monsters are coming to take over the world. And I love this concept. I can't wait to read the books. Um, and so we're just awesome. asking her all about that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've got we've got dragons that basically made our um, world um, un, un uh, or our human abilities to fight back a non-event because they they ruined all of our military installations <laughs> and so Excellent. you know we're 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 in trouble <laughs> that sounds like a really interesting concept i i dig it yep and and you know one my my main character finds a weakness of one of the other monsters. Otherwise, they don't have any weaknesses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not even to dragon fire. So her weakness makes, or her her discovery makes it possible for humans to to survive, but. It's mm -hmm. not easy. <laughs> good. Nice. How how far along in the dragon apocalypse are we when when the series starts and like what's what's the time frame of the books that you have? Um, the series starts. Um, 
after all of the the you know the military stuff has been wiped out with my my main character being you know drawing the short stick and having to go negotiate a peace deal with the monsters hmm. <laughs> so that's where we start is her showing up and having to to do that i mean all of the emissaries that were sent before her were toasted <laughs> that's, a, that's a great so. intro just starting out with her being given this horrible daunting task yep that's, oh, yeah. a, that's a great start of a story i love that yep so <laughs> So it, it was fun to write. Oh, I lots bet. of lots of uh, interesting dynamics between her and the the dragon. Uh, so the dragons <laughs> are sentient in this world. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, we have dragons, leviathans, and the serpent king. The leviathans and the serpent king are the ones that really have to go. <laughs> yeah. And the dragon, the one that that pairs up with her basically turns his back on the other monsters because he doesn't agree with their, their new <laughs> dominion and slaughter of yes. earth. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a he's great like, concept. He's like, Wait a minute. Well how how does the diplomacy of dragons go? How does it um how, how does it unfold? Um well you know she Initially, she's brought into Grand Central Station because that's big enough to house mm-hmm. monsters. Because nice. um, <laughs> we need, I needed something tall, <laughs> <laughs> but empty. Um, <laughs> so you know, they go in there, and he he presents her with a collar because he wants humankind to be slaves, and she basically tells him to fuck off. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so nice. she she you know being the one to do the diplomacy or have diplomacy was probably a mistake because <laughs> <laughs> she I gotta imagine that there's not a whole lot of volunteers to go right into the lion's den though no no and the other one and the other people who have come before her were, didn't survive it but they groveled she didn't so <laughs> she was just like, and she was fascinated with the dragon the first time she saw oh. him because she didn't see it. She hasn't seen him up close and seeing their scales up close just fascinated her. And that mm. irked, irked the dragon a little bit. <laughs> so because there was curiosity mingled in with the fear and kind of respect, they were able yeah. to form a, a, some kind of relationship. And Right. Oh, right. that's cool. I like but that. But their their trust is continually tested. I'm sure. Um, and they, you know, they butt heads because <laughs> he's a shifter. He is a shifter. Oh, so he could take on human form. He yes, he and yeah. <laughs> nice. so, so you know, the fact that he he shifts in front of her and she recognizes him. Oh, that doesn't go over well either. <laughs> Ooh, that's a whole nother element that dragons yep. can look human. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was, it was a fun book to write. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm very much enjoying the idea that, um, that these beasts had to take on, um, uh, well, that, that they've had to take over these large structures in mm-hmm. order to actually like live 
And I'm thinking of a couple of jokes like, oh, yeah, move into Met Stadium. They're not using it or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, d- just like just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the dragon that's uh, taking over Fenway Park. He's he took over the a green monster, took over the green Park. monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and, and you know, they're they're uh, incredibly fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So is this just a, a genre that you have related to or like how I much mean, in, in this? Go ahead. Uh, I, I, uh, let's see that was the dragon dawn was my 60th book. And then I wrote a short story after that. Whoa, so, 60th. 60th. So wow, urban nice. fantasy, paranormal romance, supernatural suspense. It's all <laughs> there and a lot of dark veins of stuff. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, tell us, I, I have, I just recently published my first book. So I'm like okay. 60th. I'm like, let me bow to you. <laughs> so what's a, what's kind of your writing routine to crank out so many books? I'm curious. Well, I mean, you must be doing like four to five a year. Like I'm, yeah, blown away much. by this wow yeah four to five a year because i've only been writing for 14 years and i have a full-time job wow. oh so, <laughs> so you're cranking those out with a full-time job yeah whoa okay. yes and yeah, my, my children crazy. now are, are are grown and out of the house so that <laughs> that helps <laughs> wow i'm so impressed i gotta say that's yeah. brilliant oh, thank you <laughs> It's, you know, people are like, oh, you should write a book about writing. I'm like, I, I just sit down and I write. <laughs> there's, there's no um, no formula. It's just doing it every mm-hmm. night, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. showing up at the computer, getting some words down. And it could be five words. It could be 5,000 words. But just getting them down a little every night. Um, I'd like to get to the point where I'm not writing on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, although we do do some things, you know, I have to pay attention mm-hmm. to my husband sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure ahead, well. Carrie has a good question because Carrie's almost done with his first book and it's yep. coming along stunningly well. And uh, uh, okay, <clears throat> yeah, if, okay. You, if you're gonna. Yeah, don't don't pump me up too hard. Uh, <laughs> but um, I uh, I I uh, I appreciate your style of your style of writing because it sounds like what Stephen Pressfield talked about in the War of Art, uh, yeah. which is a like basically a, a pamphlet. But what he talked about was he just kind of hit this point where he knew what he needed to write needed to do was write, and mm-hmm. he just sat down on the floor with a typewriter writer uh, all night, cranked out you know, a bunch of pages of, of writing. And then he threw them all immediately into the trash because they were garbage, but he mm-hmm. had built that, that like want and that need to keep writing. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, that's the whole, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's that press forward. It's, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. The, the, the other uh, thing about that was I've had a lot of friends tell me about, that conversation between George R. R. Martin and Stephen King, where Stephen mm-hmm. King says, writing is my job. I wake up in the morning and I start writing. I know I have to get 3000 words a day. And yeah. at the end of the day, I crack a beer and I hang out with my wife. And that is a fascinating way of doing things. 
Yeah, it's it, yeah, and, and you know, thankfully, my husband reads most of my stuff. Although lately, although lately, he's gotten to you know when I send the book to to him, he doesn't tell me he's reading because he doesn't want me to go. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then after he's like, mm. <laughs> or, or he'll say something, well, you know, <laughs> but, you know, at this point, he's not mm. reading them until after they're out. So ah. you know, he, he's not, he's not a beta reader of mine. <laughs> just, just like, just like she's asleep and then like whipping out the flashlight and being under the sheets like, ah, yep. yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I wanted to ask uh, your protagonist in the season of the dragon series. Yes. If your protagonist had to play poker with the main character of the last TV show you watched, how would that go down? Oh, um, but I also think I'm maybe you're not watching much of, TV because you're writing so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like tr- I'm trying to think of the last TV show I actually watched. Um TV show uh, or book series that you read. Well, I'm just thinking the the last TV show I I um I I watched I think was Last Man Standing. Oh, I've, I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Tim Allen a number of times. He's a super nice guy. We were because I'm like the other we watched a movie. No, but Last Man Standing. That's a fun show. So, I like it. Yeah, it, it absolutely mm-hmm. is. Um. So, how would a poker game go? Oh, the snark would be just flying. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. The snark would just be going back and forth because she's a pretty snappy character on that. Um, and she's lucky. So, I think she would win. <laughs> That's awesome. She's still alive. So, <laughs> That's, yeah, she's alive with dragons. Yes. I think she could beat Tim Allen at poker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I mean, the other, if I was saying the movies, the last movie I watched was Jurassic World. The, oh, the, nice. the oh. one where they, they brought the dinosaurs to the, mm-hmm. you know, mansion. <laughs> so, I watched yes. that the other night. <laughs> nice. That's what kept me yeah. up way too late on the night before we went home. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be interesting. Does like dragon uh, negotiations translate to dinosaur negotiations? Well, if dinosaurs could think and talk and uh, actually blue can uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in a different way, but you know, he's intelligent or she's intelligent, but um, yeah. You know, with the di- dinosaur talking, the Leviathans can talk. The sea serpent can talk. Cause obviously they've, you know, Mm. given complete uh <laughs> complete instructions of what they expect the human race to do mm-hmm. you know even though they'd really like to stomp us out <laughs> i think your stories would make a cool uh screenplay for a miniseries or a movie mm-hmm. sounds like it's a fun fun setting <laughs> i mean expensive to produce but it sounds mm-hmm. really fun you know it'd be yes mm-hmm. it would be it would be i would i would love love that <laughs> That'd be awesome. I love a movie. You know, I, I think, yeah, yeah. You know, because it well, it takes a lot of it takes place in the subways. Oh, okay. So, because because mm-hmm. humans use that to travel, because dinosaurs can't necessarily, or not dinosaurs, monsters can't <laughs> fly. 
to get. They can't fit in there. That makes sense. Yeah, they can't fit in there, Um, but their babies can. So you know, they're sending their babies in at times. So nefarious, (laughs) nefarious. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) From a producing standpoint, having things filmed in the subway that's uh, that makes it a lot more doable from a storytelling standpoint and filmmaking. Yeah, true. You know, you can you can set that up on a soundstage and. Yeah. reuse different angles and stuff so my producer brain is going like oh we could do this okay <laughs> you know that'll, that'll well, save some cost you know <laughs> the torching of the bill well actually you could do that in a in a miniature you could twist yeah. them yep mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> i'm thinking of when the dragon flies over and does does damage <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll be happy that i'm plugging this i'm currently a consultant on a godzilla fan film Ooh, nice. <laughs> so um i'll include that in the link in the description but they're uh yeah they're they're looking to use miniatures for a lot of their their action sequences and it's pretty i am i am so sorry josh but this is just my brain you said godzilla fan film and my brain went to a bunch of little fans running down like a model <laughs> and like one giant desk fan that's just like being slammed into all the models ah! and... <laughs> i love that i'm gonna pitch that as an alternative because that's brilliant carrie <laughs> to, from to the, the mind of carrie duvall <laughs> the, it could be instead of the rampage the fan page the fan oh. page there you go Ooh, i like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. <laughs> that'd be perfect for youtube yeah. it really would and here's, here's, here's the here's the subtitle the winds have changed <laughs> uh, good one good one uh, <laughs> i like it that's fun <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I had a quick question for you before we end this interview because we we really appreciate your time on this. But I was going to ask you: Are you an outliner, or do you just kind of go like that? I know they split it up into what is it, plotters and pantsers. I wanted to see yeah. where you fall on that. I I have an idea and I run with it. That's and awesome. sometimes it's the beginning, sometimes it's the end of the book, and I just go like crazy. So I I don't have. I found outlining. If I'm outlining the book it's really tedious and I lose, I lose the magic (laughs) that way. Um, I have written from an outline with my son when he was 12, he wanted to write a book and I told him to write an outline and we wrote a series together. Death Chronicles. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So the first three books in the death Chronicles are a a collaboration between us. And then the last four were mine. (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah yeah no i i i have outlines that i just sort of like eh. <laughs> and, I have, and i have covers for the book mm-hmm. but the cover isn't as enticing now that mm-hmm. i have things you know i i took a course on on outlining and i did the outline of the book thinking it would be all exciting and stuff and and now i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no substance there. Exactly. Exactly. I sort of basically told it all in the thing. So it's just, you know, now wrote and and <laughs> I'll get to it someday. <laughs> but right now it's you know, my next book's coming out in April and that one's Congrats. that one's a fun one writing. That's a vampire hunter. A vampire huntress, I should say, um, mm. and and things go seriously wrong. <laughs> so, always a good time. Uh, yes, yeah. it doesn't make a for a great narrative if everything just goes well. 
Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the hunter becomes the hunted. Ooh. Put it that way. <laughs> so. Good plot. That's exciting. So, yeah. So it sounds like you've done a couple of longer, uh, longer series, like yes. not outlining. Do you ever know how many books a series is going to be? Or do you kind of think that far ahead or you just kind of um, play it by ear and tell it? I, the idea when I have it is, is usually the overarching arc. Mm-hmm. Um, usually now. It's like, oh, okay, this is a big idea. So I need to break it into little ones, you know, with little, little things. Sorry, that was my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, uh, um, but sometimes, you know, I'm not sure. Like, like my Steve Williams series, it was one of my earlier ones. I had three books planned. It Mm -hmm. ended up being a six book series. (laughs) <laughs> no, and, nice. and all I mean it's it's an FBI agent going after serial <laughs> serial killers. So oh, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So you know that that you know each of the stories took it on its own life. And um one of the characters from the first series I blended in in like the third book. So you know, blended two series and then went from there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Crossover. Oh yes, like a lot. I have a lot of crossovers into that that web of games and and uh, Steve Williams series. So <laughs> that's cool. I like that. Awesome. Thank you. Well, we really appreciate your time. This was a super fun interview. We created a new monster film with fans. Yes. We talked about mm-hmm. writing. We heard about your awesome season of the Dragon series. Uh, Everyone who's listening to this, uh, there'll be a link down in the description of the podcast with links to all of J.E. Taylor's books. So we really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Josh. Of course. (laughs) Thank you, Carrie and Will, for joining me on this awesome podcast. Yeah, thanks for talking to us. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording.